0: Many real estate agents across Australia confidently refer Property Insurance Plus to their clients as they recognise the price and benefit value of their policy combined with the client-focused service they deliver. They offer a comprehensive building and landlord insurance facility and have formed a powerhouse to present the very best in investment property insurance. Contact PIP today to find out more.
1: The PM Collective is a leading platform supporting collaboration, not competition, through an online community and events throughout the year with one purpose, to create happier property managers. The PM Collective creates connections for property managers looking to create momentum within their careers and personal life. Join me and my guests as we discuss challenges, struggles, mental health, mindset, and give advice to property managers and anyone in the industry. To find out more about our memberships, visit pmcollective.com.au. Today we have a lovely guest, Joanne Davies from FinVar, joining us. Joanne, thank you. Welcome, hello. Um, so we um I'm excited to chat with you. I've never spoken to you before, so we're going to find out a little bit more about you and the position that you have at FinVAR because it's a little bit more unique for um the standard property manager role. And we are going to talk today about routine inspections, which I'm really excited to because. Routine inspections, we we've just briefly mentioned that we do them. But sometimes we actually do them because more of a tick box, check box thing. And so it's good to think outside the square and really delve into why we get them done and um, and alternatives that we've also got. So I'm excited to chat to you about that today. But to start off with, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself, your history, um, how you got into property management and um, your position now?
0: Uh, Sure. So um, I've got... 20 years experience in the real estate industry. I actually started out as an office junior back in the days where we had an awful lot of filing to do and uh, fast forward 20 years and I'm uh, the licensee and director of um, Fimbata Rent. Um, So I've had various positions um, throughout my career and uh, Um, exposure to most aspects of real estate Um, but um, in the forefront of my experience is certainly um, residential property management and in 2019 uh, Finbar engaged me and together we launched uh, Finbar to Rent so it's an exclusive property management business uh, for owners of Finbar Apartments it so really just started. Did you say 2019? 2019 is when Finbutter Red was
1: launched. Yes, correct. Okay, so I actually, for some reason, thought it might have been older than that, so it's still pretty new.
0: Yeah, it is. Um, it is, and, and we're um, we're almost at 400 management's in you know just that short time, and gone from myself to to now a team of um, seven in that space as well. So it's been quite successful and and a lot of investors are certainly taking up the the option.
1: And so you said that one of the unique things with Finbar is that you exclusively only manage properties in apartments that you guys have built. Correct. So if you're an owner and you built in a Finbar, but then you've also got a house in the suburbs, you say no to the house.
0: Yeah, that's right. So, and that is something that we have come across um, a few times. Obviously, you know, there are plenty of investors out there with multiple investment properties. So, look, we can only look after and, and offer our services for them at, at this stage for their FIMBA built apartment. Um, but we've got really great relationships with some other property management agencies out there uh, whereby, you know, we're happy to refer that business on, um, you know, support the industry. Ultimately, the most important thing for me is that that client is looked after. Most of the time, because of the sort of low-cost, all-inclusive package that we Offer most investors are actually quite happy to just give us their finbar apartment and have the rest looked after elsewhere.
1: Yeah, I was actually just going to ask you that, and go and. We'll- to turn the podcast into a business little discussion but I think that like is there a risk of the owner getting the other agent to also manage the thin bar apartment but then I guess you, you're right because you have a really good competitive structure for them it's um and you, the point of difference being that you know the complex and you understand the complex I guess there's the benefit there for them to definitely keep that property with you so
0: yeah, absolutely. Um, the, the benefit is still there and, and you're right, you've touched on the fact that you know we, we know the building, um, you know, we know the market that it's positioned in. Um, you know, so as well as the the you know financial benefits, um there's certainly a huge service benefit um, you know, in terms of them factoring in whether to just have one looked after by us, um, and you know, their four bedroom house in, in Waikiki looked after by a local agent.
1: Yeah, I love the boundaries that businesses put into place, like what you guys have done. Because I have also long time ago tried to put boundaries in with new business being in a certain area, and it was so hard. And I remember, you know, over time you just push that boundary a little bit, and then you go, "Okay, one side of that, I'll do that." And the boundaries get pushed, and now like. The, my boundaries are completely pushed and I'm an hour south and an hour north. But it takes so much uh, willpower, well, I found, to be exclusive like that. Have you guys ever been tempted to just just take on the other properties and create a sister company? Or is it just like you're just really strong on that um, the vision that you guys have got?
0: So so I guess to, to answer that is to really go back to the Finbar to Rent business model and the purposes and why the business was established. Um, and that was to provide, uh, you know, a high-quality, low-cost, all-inclusive service to owners of Finbar Apartments. That was our original uh, business model. Uh, it's still our business model. You know, we hope to encourage, um, you know, existing investors or new investors into you know, Finbar apartments, um, you know, purely from the service that we're offering. So so yes, um, you know, it is tempting and, and it's the um you know the uh the thing that, that's not so nice about it is saying no, especially to existing clients that of course you just wanna please. But it's also why we're able to provide such an efficient service at you know the costing that we're offering because we do, you know, limit our services to that particular product.
1: Yeah. No, well done. The property managers then, do you assign a separate property manager for each building? Would that be how you, like, have your team set up?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I've got one property manager, for example, that manages 95 apartments across three buildings. They're all within a five-minute walk of the office on Adelaide Terrace. And then I've got a couple of other property managers that might, you know, that have a portfolio of, say, 100-ish apartments um, across maybe 10 to 14 buildings and predominantly all sort of, um, you know, CBD and surrounding suburbs. And then, of course, we've got, you know, uh, properties in Palmyra, um, we've got our Apocross, um developments and we do also um, have some property that we still own and manage in Cura. Great,
1: great. Let's get into routine inspections and I love what you have done with the routine inspections. Walk us through your thoughts and opinions and how you do it. Okay, so when I... Establish the business, it really
0: gave me an opportunity to sit back and think about what policies and procedures to put in place and take a step back and think just because we've typically always done something this way in the industry doesn't necessarily mean that that's the best way forward.
1: Through my own
0: experience, I found that carrying out routine inspections on a three-monthly, quarterly basis, which is typically what we've always done because we're allowed to do four a year, so we do the four a year, it just ends up becoming a bit of a property manager walks into property, property manager walks around, kicks some boxes, walks out, processes report, job done. And it just, to me, can become a process that's just not really very value-adding to the client or the property. And so I've um, got quite a different process in place that really does add value and is really heavily focused on managing the tenancy. So we actually carry out our first routine inspection um, about 10 weeks after a tenant's first moved in. And typically in the industry, that can be sort of usually sort of at the six to eight week mark. Um, I find people are still unpacking boxes at the six-week mark. You're not really getting a, a, a genuine feel for how the tenants are upkeeping and living um, at that such an early stage. Um, so we do it at, at the 10-week mark. What we then do is we determine when the next inspection is going to occur based on the outcome of that current inspection. And so if we are happy the property is being well maintained we don't have any um, concerns Uh, and you know the tenants have presented the apartment beautifully we won't do the next inspection until six months time what we're doing there is also rewarding tenants for you know maintaining and upkeeping their properties um, you know by giving them less inconvenience and you know less intrusion with such regular inspections Um, You could go even further with that. I mean, if you've got a really long-term tenant who is just, you know, immaculate with their inspections every time, I'd have no concern going to nine-months or 12-monthly inspections. But what we can do then is where we're not satisfied with the outcome of the inspection is we can then use it as a tool to manage tenancy and rectify those issues or those behaviours. So, say, for example you know, we're not satisfied, uh, you know, there's some minor um, cleaning issues, uh, we really want to make sure the tenant picks up their game, but it's nothing too serious. And um, We'll go ahead and we'll schedule that next routine inspection for three months' time. All of our inspection reports have a very clear summary page where it's very, very clear and lists out exactly what the tenants do need to rectify and when they need to rectify those items by So the tenants know exactly what it is that they um, need to be doing. Um, The owners are aware um, and we'll go back in a three month's time and, and we'll obviously try and make sure that those issues have resolved themselves. If we're really not happy but it's not really something that's going to constitute issuing the tenants with a breach notice, why wait three months to go and make sure that the tenants have done the right thing. We'll book an inspection in a month. Um, the process there in my office is that all as well as getting the report, the tenants will also get a phone call, just letting them know um, that the inspection wasn't quite up to scratch, and we'll be back in a month's time, you know, to make sure that those issues have been rectified. What that enables us to do is just really focus on using inspections, I guess for what they were intended, to make sure that tenants are maintaining the property.
1: Yeah, I, I love that so much. There's so much I've written down in my notes here because the do. My first question is: Do tenants know that that's how it works, or is there a chance if you didn't do an inspection for nine months, they could potentially think, "Oh, they've forgotten," <laughs> been forgotten to do my inspection, or is it very clear to them how the inspection process works?
0: So it's, it's fairly clear. So part of our key handover um, procedure when tenants come and collect keys is we do actually explain to them that we do manage routine inspections slightly differently and that they will be rewarded for excellent presentation and excellent upkeep of, of the apartment. And you can quite easily, I think, tell whether somebody's gone to a lot of effort really quickly just to... Uh, please and pass a routine inspection to an impeccable standard, or whether it's quite clear that they have actually been, you know, they are really good tenants and they are looking after the property.
1: Yeah, absolutely. The my next question was: Does when you do so you do your inspection and you're assessing whether uh, when you're going to do the next one? So that could vary between four, five, six, seven, eight, nine months. Is that correct?
0: Yeah, that, yeah, that's that's absolutely correct. So it's um, they're just for administration purposes and for ease of you know to just to reduce the, the workload on this. They are scheduled in the system. Uh, we use Property Tree, um, so they are automatically scheduled in the system to occur every six months as standard. And uh, so that's where if you're perfectly fine and perfectly happy, you wouldn't do anything. You would just let the next one naturally occur at the six month mark. Otherwise, yes, you would go in and manually change. And it could be, you're right, anywhere from one month to
1: nine months. I mean, at the end of the day, we're looking at apartments as well. And I've always said that apartments that don't have lawn and garden and things like that are, I don't feel that every three months they need to be inspected because it's just the inside where I do believe houses with gardens and lawns can turn very quickly. So that would be needed to be done.
0: Yeah, that's right. And, and seasonal issues would probably pay play a little bit of a factor in that as well. Uh, you know, you wouldn't want to um, you know, go all of winter, especially in, you know, with garden
1: scenarios without sort of you know checking in at some point. Yeah, absolutely. So because in WA for anyone that's listening, that outside of WA, we can do four inspections per year. So this completely makes sense because it's not that it's actually a rule that says inspections have to be done every three months. They just have to be done four times or up to four times per year, I should say. So that's a fantastic way of actually doing routine inspections, like you said, for the reason they're meant to be done to check the property. So if you do one and it's not up to scratch and you go back sort of a month after, but then after that, you might be fine for six months. So you're managing the inspections as per the tenancy, you know, as the tenancy needs it. So like it. To be honest it does make such sense like and it's obvious to say now and i love the fact that you've actually put some good thought into it and not just checked it off like okay three month mark we've got to do another one um so i actually think it's really wonderful now let's just get into a bit of a small things and let's talk about the cost now do you guys charge for your routine inspections so no we don't so we we have an all-inclusive
0: management fee structure So we don't charge for routine inspections. But that is sometimes why I think they are done every three months because they do raise revenue for the agency. And what I'm trying to do is make them more beneficial for the overall service, client and property.
1: Yeah, I think that's something that really needs to be thought out in a business because I actually, and, and I'll actually go back and have a look at the my figures now, but the you're right, routine inspections are considered. And I know a lot of people listening to this are going to be like, well, that's why we do the routine inspections for, for the ancillary, ancillary cost. And, and you know what? We're in business, of course, we want to make money and that's fine. Of but, course. But I... I think that there could be an opportunity to potentially have a management fee instead of maybe, you know, some people who negotiate on their management fee too low, maybe look at the option of potentially including routine inspections in your management fee so that then it's not going to, um, so then, you know, you can add more value from the fee, but then manage the routine inspections a little bit easier or in a better way moving forward, just to think outside the box, you know, with some options?
0: Yeah, 100%. And, um, you know, as much as um, from a business perspective, yes, you know, it increases that ancillary fee revenue. Um, It absolutely does. Um, But on the other hand, if inspections were being carried out less frequently but adding value, Making tenancy management more efficient, so in essence, reducing the number of poor quality tenants you have, reducing um, you know the workload, which often involves a lot of travel and a lot of time on a property manager. Um, that revenue could easily be picked up by an increase of management on that property manager's portfolio.
1: Yeah, that's right, and I'm just thinking of that efficiency for business owners to consider that the, even though, yes, you're making this much money in your routine inspections, what is that actually costing you to actually do? You might find the profit margin of those routine inspections not as high. So if we looked at an average portfolio of 120 properties, that would be on average normally 40 inspections per month that you're doing. So if we were to break that down, just and I'm just doing it really rougher the followers here but we're looking at 10 inspections roughly per week and roughly they're taking about say 30 minutes you know from end to end you know sometimes more sometimes less but we are still looking at about five hours worth of work per week potentially being saved so could that five hours be put into something better then doing a tick box exercise that is actually really not necessary. But this is like this discussion is very much just more thought provoking for people. It's definitely not telling anyone go out and change all your inspections to six months or don't worry about the cost. But just think about those things. Think about how much time you could potentially save. Look at the profit margin that you are having on those free ten inspections. Oh my God, I'm that that noise. Sorry for anyone listening. I've got a sign getting put up outside, and I'm trying to talk over the knocking. Hopefully, um, it's not too distracting. But yeah, look at the efficiency. Look at the the profit margin on your routine inspections to see if there even is a profit margin. If there might not be. Um, and really break down what it would look like to change your thoughts when it comes to routine inspections. Because I think that it's yeah really amazing what you've done. It's not going to be for every property manager. It's not going to be for every property if you manage lots of houses, but definitely a good thought-provoking piece. So, Joanne, thank you for sharing that. It's really good to hear how other people will work and different perspectives of things just to help us all push our own boundaries, I think, when it comes to it. You're very welcome. Thank you. We'll talk to you soon. take right, thanks.
0: ONTAP Plumbing and Gas covers all Perth areas from Mandurah to Two Rocks and has a team of plumbing, drainage and hot water experts. They have an amazing reputation for their excellent service and quality workmanship on time, every time and it is easy to see why they are a favourite to many Perth property managers. Whether you just need some friendly advice or an obligation-free quote, look no further than ONTAP Plumbing and Gas.